are listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite host, Maria Jordan. And your boy, Karis Jordan. And we are sipping tea while spilling tea. Good afternoon, family. You are listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite host, Maria Jordan. And your boy, Curtis Jordan. And today we are sipping tea while spilling tea with one of the youngest brokers in the U.S., Miss Denise Williams. What's Woo-hoo. up? Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing phenomenal. How about you? I'm doing great. Um, I am excited to be uh, here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to learn a lot today and um yeah, I'm for it. I'm awesome. excited about it. I'm happy it. to be here. All right. Well, um before we get into our interview, we're going to talk today's tea. Um okay. So, as you all know or if you don't, it's okay. You should know. The first presidential debate was this past Tuesday. And uh, what an embarrassment. (laughs) Um, The biggest takeaway for me was that Trump refused to condemn white supremacist and uh, militant groups. But but instead, he tells them to stand back and stand by. Um, Yeah. You know, that's pretty much all I took from the entire debate. I think it was both. It was a back and forth. I wouldn't say that Joe Biden did a great job. Um, No, I wouldn't say that either. But um, I will say that um, it showed a lot about the men on the stage. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I was uh, pretty uh, disappointed, but not shocked. And I mean, honestly, that comment alone to me should have him removed from office today. Like, I don't even think I think it's so much bigger. Right now we are talking people are talking civil war. People are talking, okay, forget about voting. Let's go um, learn how to shoot. Like, this is how we're talking in the United States today because of our current um, president. And, I mean, if it doesn't tell you exactly where he stands, um, the, the bigger problem right now is, okay, what don't you see? Like, I don't understand. I, I honestly, it's confusing to me. I don't understand what people aren't seeing here. You know, I get it. Yes, Joe Biden is not. I mean, I'm, I'm voting. Dem- I mean, he's not the best. He's not the best. I mean, he's just not. Let's let's be crystal clear. But at this point, it's beyond that. It's about people. It's about feeling safe. It's about feeling comfortable. As a country, it's about feeling united. It's the United States. There is so much unnecessary division right now. And there is no effort to fix that division. There's no effort to bring us together. And he's okay with it. And it's like, what? Who? I mean, it's a clear... What What can you say? Like, what? what why, how can you... Defend this man. Man, I mean, you got to think about, it, like, standby. Like, the meaning of standby is to uh, be present while something bad is happening. And um, right now, a whole bunch of stuff is uh, is happening that's actually really bad. Um, I think he just runs the uh, he, he runs the office like he, uh, he runs his businesses. And mm. if you look in the past, a lot of his businesses actually went pretty bad. But, um... 
neither one of them was really that good. So. <laughs> but um, it's just something about uh, Trump. Like, he just, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those, when you see him, you just got to take a deep breath and be like, man. The audacity. That's yeah. all I say. Every, the, the audacity of this dude. And I want to, never mind, we on AM. All right, so what's your thoughts, Denise? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the debate. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have, didn't. Uh, a huge opinion about it. Um, I can agree that right now we're definitely in a time where things are so, so divided. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so in your face right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate yeah. because I feel like, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be that way. At all. And I think that there's good on both sides. Absolutely. And I think it's going to require people from both sides to come together and really make a difference. We can't rely on an uh, an administration to make that change. Absolutely. It's going to have to be the community level. And it's always been that way. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to racial issues. It isn't until... We all, as a people, as a human beings, get on the same page mm-hmm. where you really see change. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, and I just, you know, it, right now he is literally bullying mm-hmm. this whole country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he is bullying us. I mean, he is actually giving the impression that, you know, ma- mailing in your vote is not going to solve anything. Well, like. Well, you know, he said uh, it's not going to be no exchange of presidency. Yeah. Uh, if he uh, loses. Yeah. I mean, he I, refuses. I don't see how. Yeah, I don't see how you're going to try to turn America to a dictatorship. That's impossible. Yeah. You know, the um, the president is just the commanding chief of the military. Mm. I know because I was in the military, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, um, what it is is that once he gets out of the office, like once his time is up, you are no longer the commander in chief, and. Come on, military, and, you don't get and, you right out yeah. of there. Yeah, and the yeah. fact is, is that he refuses to commit to a peaceful changeover of power. He's bullying and continues to spread false allegations that voting by mail will lead to voter fraud. And he ended the whole debate by saying no one should trust the results if he loses. That man is <laughs> He is such a little bully. But what I will say is usually with a bully, you got to stand up mm-hmm. to him. But you know something? This might sound kind of crazy. He's good. <laughs> no, what you got to mean is that he has the, the uh, uh, how should I say this? The, the lower zero mm-hmm. people, you know. He has them really believing that he's really for them. In actuality, if your zeros doesn't match up, he's not really for you. But he has them thinking that he is. And that's, that's, Epic. That's really good to actually have someone that confused thinking mm-hmm. that, oh, he's for me. He doesn't care if you live in like a, a project or, or a trailer mm-hmm. park or he's not for you. So, but he knows how to manipulate. Yes, you. he's the biggest, he's the, one of the greatest manipulators I've seen. I know. He is. He uh, is. And you know, but it's like we're smart enough. We should be to recognize things. And I just, um, I really hope and pray. That you all go out and vote. Please go out and vote. Um, um, Just so you guys know some important dates for Georgia, at least. October 5th is the last day a person may register or be eligible to vote in the November general election. Um, October 12th, advanced um, in-person early voting begins. And for advanced in-person early voting, that's when it begins. October 12th um, for the November general election. And then October 
24th, mandatory Saturday voting for the November general election and special election. And then the general election and special election, November 3rd. Okay, so listen, we have work to do. I don't care what nobody tell you. In my opinion, there needs to be a shift in energy in our country Mm -hmm. and we need to unite and he needs to be out of office. He needs to stick to business and run his businesses however he see fit and continue to not pay no taxes (laughs) and however else he is uh, taking advantage of this country. Um, but not in that seat. He is not qualified. He is not um, for everyone. And um, at the end of the day, he did, let's be clear. There's a lot of presidents that weren't for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at least respect everyone. You know, um, we, we, we need we need change. Please go out and vote. I don't care how you feel about Biden. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't. I don't care how you feel about him. Go vote. <laughs> At the end of the day, we can't have hatred in the office. We can't have someone who actually con- um, condones um, a person thinking they're better than another person because of something they can't even change. Mm-hmm. Your race. That's mm-hmm. dumb. Okay. So, yeah, that's today's tea. Um, but I think we saw enough. I don't think they need to do any more debates, though. It was pretty irrelevant. <laughs> I think, I think we, we. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, it, it was a. It was a shit show. Excuse my language. Um. All right. But let's get into this interview with you, lovely. Oh. Uh. <laughs> so where are you from? Uh, so many people assume I'm from Atlanta, like right off. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm actually from a small exotic island of Pinesville, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> exotic island. Exotic island. You see the curls. Yes. <laughs> Stay popping. I think she's going to say the Caribbean. <laughs> That's you, funny. You no, I am a country girl. Oh, I'm from nice. Hinesville, Georgia. So most people don't know where that is, but it's near Savannah. So. Okay. Very yeah. nice. And yeah. then military. You said you're ex-military. Yeah. So it's uh, near Fort Stewart, gotcha. uh, army ah. base. So for my military listeners out there. Cool. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So so uh, what was your childhood like? Uh, my childhood was very, very, a uh, very humble upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say that I'm one of six children. Um, I'm the fourth oldest. Okay. Um, and so in that, you know, being in a small town, the way that I was raised, it was it was a great community feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but financially, we struggled. Yeah, we struggled quite a bit. You know, my parents really didn't know much about business, didn't know much about, you know, it's just generation after generation Absolutely. Um, type of thing. And so for me... I didn't want to be a product of my environment. I wanted mm-hmm. to change the environment for myself and my family. Gotcha. Um, and so that, to me, has been the driving force behind being where I am today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your personality like, like Back then, as a child? I've mm-hmm. always been silly. Really? I mean, I've always been silly. And, you know, um, and I've always wanted to be number one or the best. Ah. You know, I was very, very like competitive. Uh-huh. And, you know, I got it honest. When you have all those siblings, it's like we're always yes. fighting. And competing. You know, it's, it's always a fight. Yes, That's my hair funny. longer than yours, you know. My, <laughs> you know, the silliest things, you know. Um, so that was really, really good training for the real world, you know. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with opposition. You're going to have to deal with not getting your way. You oh, have yeah. to deal with sharing and caring, you know. Um, so I, I love it. I, I don't want that many children, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was definitely a, a different experience. Very nice. So, mm-hmm. so who would you say your biggest influence is? My biggest influence... Um, I think my biggest influence that is now deceased was my grandmother. Mm. Hey, um, too, yeah. 
definitely. I just think there's a special, special, special kind of love that grandparents have for their for their Absolutely. grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And living would have to be my mother now. Yeah. Um, but my grandmother, she, you know, growing up, she was that rock in Absolutely. the family. Um, she was the one who taught me, you know, how to cook or would, you know, shield me if my mama wanted to give yeah. me, you know, if yeah. I wanted to get uh-huh. in trouble, you know, that's your hero when you're that young. Yeah. Um, and I just admire her heart. Mm. She was always someone who was willing to give her last. Yeah. And I think for me, that's always stuck with me because I'm such a giver. Yeah. I mean, if you go on my social media, I'm like, gift, 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 you yeah. know. So I definitely feel like I got that from her. And then now my mother, just the things that she's had to endure mm-hmm. from my childhood up to now, you know, uh, three of my siblings are not her biological okay. children okay um and so she didn't have any children when before i came into the world yeah so she took on three oh wow you know young girls and a lot of people just aren't about that life they're not going to do that yeah. yeah so she she had to really and that was at 19 so what 17 18 19 years old wow that she was you know that she met my father and and took that responsibility on so her strength to be able to do that and to get us all through high school yeah. you know no children or any you know nothing crazy none of the kids in jail Um, Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, we all graduated, got out of her house. You know what I mean? I mean, she was straight. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But now that I'm a mother, I understand. Yeah. I understand why we couldn't do some of the things that other children got to do. Yeah. And it made a difference. Is there anything about your childhood that you would change? Like anything that you would do want to be different? I mean, I would just say, Jesus, if you sprinkled a few more dollars, then I just a few more dollars uh, um, back then that would have been great but honestly I, I enjoy being able to say that this is where I was and this is where I am absolutely because I think it's important especially in our communities to understand that you don't have to deal with that you don't have to be that doesn't have to be your life you can mm-hmm. make a change you can be the change yeah and so I enjoy being that change although it's extremely challenging mm-hmm. um, I just had a come to Jesus moment the other day and I was just like God Thank you for choosing me. You know mm. what I mean? Because sometimes we say, why, God, why? But I had to turn it around and I had to say, well, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for giving me the mindset that I have. Mm-hmm. Thank you for giving me the creative ideas that I have. Thank you for giving me the leadership skills that I have because it didn't necessarily come out of that situation. Yeah. So it was something that you, in the womb, you know, decided that you were going to give me those traits and abilities. And yeah. so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for being that person for Absolutely. my family. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's awesome. Okay. So I read in your book, um, From Broke to Broker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were pregnant with your son in college. Like, yes. What was that experience like? Y'all have like? no wine or nothing. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere. What y'all doing? It's the tea. I need what is going on. Y'all ain't My bad, girl. I thought y'all was going to bring that up. So you said, uh, have how? what was yeah, the like, experience, what was like? experience yeah. like? Being in college and, and being pregnant. Right, right. I mean, it's so much. Pre- it was so much pressure. Yeah. Because think about it. You know, if you can just take a moment to go back to your high school self, right? And so from going to 18 to now going to uh, an environment where you can make your own decision, coming from a strict household, grew up in the church, all yeah. that, to now freedom, alcohol, yes. fun, clubs, yes. you know, it was complete night and day transition. And so to get pregnant so quickly in that process, when I wasn't even fully developed as an adult or yeah. in, you know, in that transitional phase of like, okay, I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents were still trying to provide for me as best they could at that point. Um, and then to get pregnant and now say, wow, I'm about to take on the biggest mm-hmm. role anybody can take yeah. on wow. while also still trying to get a degree and also still trying to have a social life. And, all. you know, it was it was challenging. Yeah. And the person I was dating at the time was not necessarily a 
God's chosen me. <laughs> but you know what? But he was he, learning. He, he, he had his learning purpose as well. Too. He was a kid too, right? Yeah. He was in so, college as well? He was in college yeah. also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were we were growing up together, doing grown things. And yeah. so now you have grown results. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, of course, obviously we didn't work out, but he pl- he served his purpose. Yeah. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. And, I, you know, it's a blessing to have Destin here today. So Yeah. Nice. It's my so, business partner. I know that's right. <laughs> what inspired you to continue to pursue your mm-hmm. degree and move forward mm-hmm. under the circumstances? Like I mentioned before, like just wanting to be first, like just having to complete it, having to be different, yeah. not going back. You know, that option was available to me. You know, well, just come back home. You don't messed up now. You know mm. what I mean? But I had to just say, you know what? No, no. Wow. No, I'm going to get through yeah. this. I'm going to get through this because at the end of the day, if I go backwards, how am I going to be able to provide for this being? Yeah. You know, how am I? If I make excuses, he's going to have an opportunity to make excuses. Mm. You know, my son now, he knows. Don't come to me with nothing. You know what I mean? Like, can you can you do it? Can you buy this? Can you you know, the answer is yes, 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 yes. He knows. Um, So it's a mindset thing. It it required a strong mindset. And, And like I said, I just thank God because I can't pinpoint exactly who it was, what it was, Mm -hmm. what time it was. It's just who I am. It's just who I am. It's who I am to overcome. It's who I am to keep pushing. It's who I am to fight. Like, that's just my makeup. I'm grateful for that. What was your biggest stereotype, like, you experienced? Uh, when I was uh, we pre- now, when? Because I didn't. Let's start from that. Back then, when I was pregnant. Oh, the biggest stereotype. Not that I wasn't going to make it. Basically, mm. that was it. Like did people that I wasn't say going... that, like, or did you? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, when you're from a small hometown and you grew up in the church, like that's the topic of discussion. They probably had an afternoon tea. Yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying? Just wasn't. <laughs> it just wasn't on the radio. Yeah. You know, so it was very embarrassing for my mother at the time because she was a choir director. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And like her baby girl that was track star, cheerleading captain. Yes. You know X Y and Z really yeah. did a lot. You know, I felt like I was a perfect child growing up. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't give her too much. Too much. Um, Worry too many gray hairs yeah. uh, back then. So it was a big shock. It was a big shock to our family that it was me, you know, the yeah. golden child has now gotten pregnant. I made a big mistake. Um, so, yeah, I think the biggest stereotype was just like, you ain't going to really make it. Like, mm. you're just another statistic. And you know what? It, it, it always baffles me that people, you know, um, have that type of judgment yeah. on um, people who have children. Early, early in, in life mm-hmm. seen as though they not the only people having sex <laughs> right? like it drives me insane yeah. that it's like you know well the different we're all I mean if the, the issue is not the baby yeah. right, the, issue right. Is, the issue is the act the issue is that in high school and in college uh-huh. Everybody's, you know, yes. doing what they do. Yeah. I just happen I just to happen have to results. And, and sometimes those people that's actually saying something about you has a little dark secret of their own. Have dark secrets. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's I know a lot yeah. of girls in college had abortions and things of that nature. Yeah. I, oh, I, I considered it myself, to be honest. But, uh, I you know, I chose not to. Right. So I know, like, I was in a while, but... Uh-huh. You know, he like cover your ears. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I know. No, because you know, like when you home, you this yeah. this certain type of person. Yeah, and then that's what you know. As a parent, you have to understand that when you're home, your representation for your, for your in front of your your siblings, your yeah. mom, your dad yeah. is different from it's different when you step out. Mm-hmm. And I was totally different. Like like my grandmother, 
unconditionally. Just mm-hmm. love me for whatever. Like, if something bad happened, mm-hmm. what did you do to my baby? What you did? Yeah. Made him react <laughs> that way. So, I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 You guys definitely have similar upbringings oh, wow. in that way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just, I, I find it. Um, you know, it baffles me sometimes. I've never been like a judgmental mm-hmm. person. So um, how people, you know, take away that yeah. part of it. Like, yeah. listen, what, so when you start, mm-hmm. you know, you just happen to not have no baby. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, there, you, you know, stop it. Or, or you know, now that me and my mom, I mean, that's like my BFF now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now we have stories. And she's like, well, yeah, I did X, Y, Z. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. Back it up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because I felt all the judgment. Yeah. And y'all need to read this book because it's in there. Yeah. Mama, we love you, yeah. but dang, girl. <laughs> dang. Yeah, I mean, she a ride or die for Destin now. Yes. I'm like, you don't talk about her baby. That's her number one. What was that like, though? Because mm-hmm. I know at the moment, you shared in your book the actual moment oh, when she gosh. figured it out. Oh, my and gosh. And she saw your little belly yeah. at five months. You see, I'm small, so yeah. I was really smart. So you were trying. I was trying. I changed clothes, like, I on. promise you, like three, four times. I was trying to get. You're going to go pay for your own clothes. You're going to pay for your own stuff. And so what it was, was like it like? What was it like? Or better yet. Did you guys ever have a conversation mm-hmm. about how she felt and why she reacted the way she did at that time? Yeah, we did. We have now. Um, since then, yes. Okay. Uh, in the moment, we were both just very emotional. You know, mm-hmm. I felt one way and she felt another way. Um, but yeah, we definitely had a conversation. And it was just like, I raised you better than that. You know, mm-hmm. one, you're always mom first, you know, yeah. and you want the best for your children. Yeah. She knew what was going to come as a result of my actions. Yeah. And then to be quite honestly... You know, she knew some of that weight was going to fall on her. Yeah. You know, and, you know, when you're young and your parents, they are going to have to help you. So it's a little bit unfair to them. It's like, I raised you like I wasn't ready to start over again right now. You know what I mean? Um, And I want you to succeed. I want you to be great. So I know it was all coming out of love Mm -hmm. Um, and some, you know, embarrassment. Just it is what it is. Yeah. But and hurt from just like I tried to pour everything I could into you and you just didn't listen. Mm. And you just did not listen to me. I told you that wasn't the man for you. You did not listen. You know. Yeah. So I understand it now as an adult and we've had conversations about it, and, mm-hmm. you know, and cried it out, hugged it out, lugged, you know, and, um, you know, it's a blessing now that he's here because he's been so much for all of us. Yep. Like, it's you not, know, sometimes God just mistake. knows what you need. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that, uh, um, especially, you know, with me and my husband, we have a blended family and mm-hmm. I think we learn almost every day, like. Your kids are kind of here to teach you. They are. It is, you know, teach you about yourself and how to become a better version of yourself. Absolutely. You know, they're really, you know, these blessings Mm -hmm. that chose us. Right. To help us. Yes, exactly. You know, Um, but you have to think about the women who can't conceive. Oh, my. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We kind of take that for granted Mm -hmm. a little bit. And and that's a major, major problem. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm grateful for that ability um, to carry kids are kids are pretty dope they are they are they dope they're amazing yes they're horrible (laughs) (laughs) every adjective yeah it's like they have so many emotions yeah yeah man and my daughter she can just be real chill happy Mm -hmm. the next you know she just go 
Like, what's wrong? Nothing. Oh, like, what? Yo, who are you talking to like that? You know, <laughs> I, I don't know, but kids are just great. Like, yeah, and they I are. really understand, like, where you're coming from, mm -hmm. from the things that a child actually can do for yes, you. Yeah, they, they can, teach you every they day. They teach you mm -hmm. so, so much. Yeah. And he, ha uh, Destin had complications. He did. Um, what was that like? Like, what was the, I could imagine that that was like, mm -hmm. ooh, a tough time. Mm hmm. Now, you see, I got my face nice and beat for y'all. Yeah. Why are you doing this to I'm me? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go, baby. Mascara on my new shirt. I uh, know. No, you cute, too, no. <laughs> You cute, cute. You cute, cute. Oh, thank you so much. But, you um, know, I think people need to hear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it was already rough being that I was a young adult in this situation. Yes. And you never imagine your pregnancy to go wrong. Yeah. You know, when you get pregnant, you just assume, okay, you carry the baby to term and you have the baby. Mm -hmm. um, so that experience really taught me how strong I was. Um, finding out that when, when I found out, my first thought was, is he going to be special needs? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, it, it, it's internal. You yes. don't know what's really going exactly. on. And then doctors, they kind of, I guess, try to decide on how much they want to tell you, mm -hmm. how much they don't want to tell you. Because if you're going to be more stressed, it's going to increase. You know, yes. so I feel like that left bits and pieces of it out Yeah. Um, throughout the process. So I was literally just worried from the moment I heard that up until, you know, delivery. delivery. Just because I didn't know, like, he's going to come out with two arms or one yeah. arm, or, you know, five arms. Like, it. Your mind just goes oh, crazy. Yes. Oh, yes. And then um, that self, like, oh, my God, yeah. what, did I do something wrong? Exactly. Did I eat something oh, wrong? Oh, I blame myself for, like, the first few years of his life. I wow. blame myself. I blame myself because um, of the stress. I felt like, you know, stress is a killer. Yeah. It can kill you without being pregnant, but it definitely can kill a newborn baby yeah. or yeah. harm or injury and all the things that I was going through, you know, with learning that. My partner had, you know, someone else pregnant, pregnant at the same, same time, time, you know, mm -hmm. dealing with that and on top of just not having the finances that you need. I was yeah. on welfare, you know what I mean? I'm going to whatever doctor I could, you know, that would take the yeah. insurance that I had at the time. So it was just pressure after pressure, trial after trial. Um, and so to come out of that, it's almost like what else is there yeah. besides, you know, death? I'm like, you know, OK, you lose some money here or there. Like you can bounce back from that. Um, so it really kind of level set my expectations of life so it's like when I go through something now it's like but was it that bad though yeah but was it really that bad you know I mean if Destin can make it through you know surgery at three weeks old mm -hmm. and be strong and you know be a healthy young man now what are you complaining about yeah what do you get on your grind wake up you tired you sleepy shake it off yes somebody talked about you you know you have to kind of Use bad situations to level yourself up mentally. Mm. Amen. And that's what I was blessed to turn from that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's so amazing. And it's almost bringing tears to my eyes because I get it. I'm, mm -hmm. Even with my daughter, my daughter was born um, six weeks early. Oh. And she was in the NICU. And I just remember oh, the gosh. experience. That's... And they kick you out the hospital. They do. If mm -hmm. you can't hold it together. Don't call me no crybaby. <laughs> they will kick you out if you can't keep your composure. Like. Hold on, wait, no. So I had a cesarean, of course. She mm. was early. And she was in the NICU. They give you, four day, th I think, three or four days in the hospital, and then you got to go. Mm -hmm. She was in the NICU for two weeks. Mm. So I was going to the hospital. Yeah. I didn't even, I don't even remember pain. Like mm. a cesarean, I don't remember none of that. Mm -hmm. All I remember is I need to go to the hospital, Gotta go to the hospital and yeah. I don't care about no no wheelchair. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna walk myself to this hospital and mm. see my child. Yeah. And it was just 
um, it was a, such a trying time. It and was. they actually thought, so when she was born, they, t- I saw her, you know, at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then I went to sleep. And by the time I woke up, they were taking they her were, to a whole gone. nother hospital. Oh, wow. Because they thought she needed surgery. Oh. Um, so um, they they took, and, and I just remember the whole experience like, yeah. What is going on? Yeah. Like, this is not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's so traumatizing. It was. And in that moment, but it does that. It makes mm-hmm. you like, okay, but what's really... When issues come up now, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, uh, is it really... Is it really worth is, it? I mean, I done been through worse. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's kind of what you think about. Absolutely. Ooh, we're going to get back into this. Yeah. Well, we are going to do a giveaway, though. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so I want to give away one of my books um, from Broke to Broker, an autographed copy of of my book um all you have to do is go and follow me on instagram at denise the broker um so yeah i'll be giving a, that away to one of my new followers um i'll send you a dm you know mm-hmm. get your address and ship it out to you so y'all go follow me right now yes go follow and um yeah make sure you do that and we're gonna come back in a few moments we're gonna take a quick break and yeah. you are listening to afternoon tea radio Hey everyone, it's Attorney Jazz of Jazz Talks Law, and I am here with the Afternoon Tea Radio. This your boy Melo Dime, all the time from Two Talent Casting with Afternoon Tea Radio with Maria and Karis Jordan. What's going on, man? It's your boy GA, aka Richie Rich with Authentic Empire. You guys are tuned in to the Afternoon Tea Radio. Let's go. Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. Swagger Magazine is a proud sponsor of Afternoon Tea Radio Show, airing every Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you visit us at swagger.net and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. Check our swag with more than a mag. Nietzsche Baby Shady Baby know the name. Yeah, this is Afternoon Tea. You listening to Check It Out. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? It's Travis Cure, model and actor, and you're listening to Afternoon Tea Radio. This is pianist, vocalist Carol Albert, and I'm tuned in to the Afternoon Tea. So come join us. What's up? It's Moneta Shaw, and I am on the radio with the Afternoon Tea. Take a sip. Last night, people protesting in Minneapolis escalated as demonstrators were lashed by tear gas and rubber bullets. The main message here, the main message, the here? Main message here, is that they want to see those officers involved. They want to see those officers arrested. Officers arrested. Arrest, arrest, arrest. Trade my 4 by 4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you did, but still tell you to freeze. Nobody seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They're killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was crushed when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to Ali. He got a license plus. We 
We just some products of our environment. How the f they gon' blame us? You can't fight fire with fire, I know, but at least we can turn off the flames on. Every color person ain't dumb, and all whites not racist. I be judging by the mind and heart, I ain't really in the face. Though the way that we living is not getting better, you gotta know how to survive. Crazy, I had to tell all of my lovers to carry a gun when they going outside. Stay in the mirror whenever you drive. Overprotective, go crazy for mine. You gotta pay attention to the sign. Seem like the blind following the blind. Thinking about everything that's going on. I boost security up at my home. I'm with my kind of they right or they wrong. I call him down here, pick up the phone, and it's five in the morning. He waking up on it. Tell him wherever I'm at, then they coming. I see blue lights, I get scared and start running. That should be crazy, they push to protect us. Swords and handcuffs and arrest us. Why they go home at night, that messed up. Knowing we need to help, they neglect us. One of them who gon' make them respect us. I can see in your eye that you fed up. Go around, got my shot, I won't let up. They know that we a problem together. They know that we can storm anywhere. Else. It's bigger than black and white. It's a problem with the whole way of life. It can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere. Might as well go ahead, start here. We done had a hell of a year. I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. Kid, I'm going on the front line, he gon' bust your work If you come past that gun line, you know when the storm go away Then the sunshine, you gotta put your head in the game When it's crunch time, I want all my sons to grow up to be monsters I want all my daughters to show out in public Seem like we losing our country, but we gotta stand up For something, so this what it comes to Every video I see on my country, I got power Now I gotta say something, cause the police been the problem Where I'm from, but I'd be lying if I said it was All of them, I ain't do this for the trend, I don't follow Them altercations with the law, had a lot of them People speaking for the people, I'm proud of them Stick together, we can get it up out of them I can't lie like I don't rap about killing and dope, but I'm telling my Youngest to vote, I did what I did cause I didn't have no choice and no hope I was forced to just jump in and go, this bullshit is all that we know But it's time for a change, got time to be serious, no time for no games Ain't taking no more, let us go for them chains God bless they soul, every one of them names It's bigger than black and white It's a problem with the whole way of life, it can't change overnight But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead, start here We done had a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here God is the only man I fear They training officers to kill us, then shooting protesters with these rubber bullets. They regular people, I know that they feel us. These scars too deep, they heal us. What happened to COVID? Nobody remember, it ain't making sense. I'm just here to vent. It happened to one of your people, it's different. We get it, the system is wicked, just learn how to pick it. Knowledge is power, I swear I'm a witness. I know that I'm gifted, I won't go too deep, cause I'm scared they'll get me. Ain't scared to admit it, some I can't mention. It's people who can, well here's the chance. I won't take the stand, but I'll take a stand for what I believe. Must not be breathing the air that I breathe. You know that the way that I bleed, you can breathe. I never been a fan of police, but my neighborhood I try to keep peace, so it's only right that I get in the streets March for a reason, I just on GP How people die for us to be free What do you mean? This was a dream Now we got the power that we need to have They don't want us with it, and that's why they mad yeah. It's bigger than black and white It's a problem with the whole way of life it Can't change overnight But we gotta start somewhere Might as well go ahead, start here We done had a hell of a year I'ma make it count why I'm here God is the only man I fear It's bigger than black and white It's a problem with the whole way of life. It can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere. Might as well go. Y'all just heard little baby, the bigger picture. And you are listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your girl Maria Jordan. And your boy Karis Jordan. <laughs> and we have our special guest today, uh, Broker. Yes. Denise Williams in the hey. building. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, what inspired you to write From Broke to Broker? Um, well, One of the questions that I get all the time is like, um, how are you so young and be able to do what you do? Or like, how did you get here? How'd you have that mindset? Like I told you, a lot of people just assume I'm from a city just mm -hmm. because of my hustle and the way that yeah. I work. Um, so yeah, I wanted to just kind of show people like, no, I'm not from here. I am 
like country the country girl, girl from yeah. the South. Exotic, like, what is it? The exotic. I mean, right. It's yeah. like, give you right. Yeah. From the exotic island of Hinesville, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted people to, to know that. And just, I wanted, it was my first time, honestly, putting my heart on a public platform mm. and sharing my experience. And I think as you get to different levels of success, People can learn from you. Yeah. There's a thing that I heard one time that um, stuck with me. It's like you always have access to your freshman class. So people that aspire to be where you are, you can always reach back and talk mm. to them and share your experiences. Mm-hmm. Like there are still so many different levels that I want to go. But I feel like it doesn't matter. Like where you are, someone can still learn from. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So everybody has a story. And I also wanted to give them something like, listen, you want to know about me? Here you go. (laughs) Here's a product for you. Here's something that, you know, that I can sell Um, and something that I wanted my son to also be proud of Mm -hmm. and to add and incorporate him into my story so that people know. Because I don't necessarily post him often. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I want people to know that they need to involve them in the process. So I'm trying to do a better job at like involving him in the process because true generational wealth only lasts if they appreciate it. Mm, You know what I mean? People, you know, parents will kill themselves trying to do everything they can to leave whatever they can for their families a lot Mm. of times just for the children to go and sell it. I can't tell you, you know, real estate transactions that I've either been a part of or know about that, you know, the children just came and sold all the land. I literally just sold 33 acres a few weeks ago um, of children that, you know, didn't want it. They they don't appreciate it. They don't, you know, but that mother or father, grandmother, whatever, worked, worked so hard, hard just to be able yeah. to give it to them. To give it to them. And so for Destin, I'm like, I'll be darned if I work this <laughs> yes. hard and you just go blow whatever, sell the business, do you know. And so that was also part of it, like just showing my journey. And, oh, yeah. You know, Very giving smart. people more of a personal touch, mm-hmm. feel kind of thing. Absolutely. So, so what was the moment that you decided that uh, real estate was for you? Well... Originally, it happened in my childhood Mm. when I first realized kind of like I want a big life. Like I stayed in a bunk bed until college. You know what I'm saying? I I shared for a long, long time. I know know about them. I'm trying to be on the phone. Your sister in the room. It's like, oh, the top bunk. Got the top bunk. Right. Keep moving. Look, and we, you know, after a while, we got a little fancy. I got the one that was like full on the bottom, and then it's twin on the top. (laughs) Because I, I used to hit my head, like just you know, sit up too fast or whatever. But um, but anyway, you know, made me forget what I was. uh, (laughs) What I was saying, thinking you got mad all over. Choose real so estate. So I'm like, yes. I'm like, uh, I wanted a big house. You know, Arthur yes. Fist, right? <laughs> like, I want a, I want a big house one day. But then when I actually got older and after I got the degree that you feel like you're supposed to get, you know what I mean? Or yeah. you're told, get your degree, get a good job. I'm like, got a good GPA, pleasure and sorority. I'm like, dang it, I made it through with a baby. Somebody yeah. give me a chance. You know, yes. I'm going to work hard. But I still didn't get the type of corporate career that I thought I would get. Yeah. And so I was just online like, look, I need my money. I can't do this, you know. And so came across real estate again, doing research on people like, what billionaire do you know that doesn't own real estate? Yeah. It's not involved in touching and owning something. They're not agents, but they're involved in real estate. And so I'm like, look, look, I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? I yes. wanna I wanna I wanna wear my little heels. I don't have no dress code. You yes. know, I can go and, <laughs> and and work in this industry. So decided to get my real estate license. Um and since then it's just been history. Like it's match made in heaven. Like I love doing it. Wow. I love doing it. What do you think is the biggest misconception about being a broker? The biggest misconception is probably that just because I was a top salesperson, I can be a broker. Mm. 
salespeople, uh, being a salesperson or being a great salesperson is totally different from being a broker. Like, you know, when you think sales, what are the characteristics of a salesperson? A lot of times they are hustlers. A lot of mm-hmm. times they are very one track minded and focused and sometimes often selfish. Like they want to hit their goals. They're focused on their numbers. They don't yes. have time to slow down and teach. Yeah. They don't have time to hold somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. They don't have. They're just like trying to get to the bag. But when you're a broker, you have to have a heart for people. Mm. You have to have a sacrifice about you because you're not going to necessarily. Yes, you get a percentage of what the agents do. And I'm thankful for that. <laughs> but you're going to have to sacrifice on your personal side. Yes. You're not going to be able to sell or hustle as much as you may have been able to do as an individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to have to give to them sometimes more than you give to yourself. Mm. They're going to be able to call you. They're going to have access to you. They're going to be pulling on you. So that me time. You're going to have to say bye-bye to that when you're building a business. Okay. Um, So I just think that don't think that just because you've been in the industry 15, 20 years that you need to jump into brokerage. Really make a decision based on your heart to give to other people. Make sure you're ready and willing to have a team of people that are looking to you, that, you know, you're ready to be a leader or somebody yeah. that, ha- you know, they have access to like that. Because that just may not be what you want to do. Yeah. Like, keep getting your bag. As an individual, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so tell us about your real estate school and what inspired you to start it Mm -hmm. before you do that, right? Uh Uh-huh. I'm kind of mad that I know that you have a real estate school. (laughs) Not because I'm a multifaceted individual. Uh And uh, we actually, I signed up for a real estate class. Nice, okay. But if I knew you had a real estate school. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're good, you're good. So my school is like a supplement to real estate school. So you would still have to go through the real estate school, you know, to get your pre-license or get your sales license or whatever. So the 75 hours are still going to be required. What my course does and what my school does is teach individuals who are interested in the industry what it's about. I want to give people a real world insight into what you can expect in Mm. this industry Mm. uh, because it's a huge facade a lot of times because it's such a flashy, mm-hmm. you know, sexy industry. Yeah. People look at it and they want it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like just seeing that Chanel bag that pop up. You just want it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I want that. Ooh. But do you really want that? You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to really. So there, there's that misconception with real estate there. So what I wanted to do is really break it down. Like, this is what you can really expect from the real world. This is how you really make money. Because people want think they want to get into real estate because they see money on pictures based on material things. Yeah. But you don't really know how a commission check is even broken out. Mm. You don't know what you actually going to end up with in your pocket. Yes. So you need to know how brokerages work, how splits work, how caps work. You know what I mean? If you need to be with a small brokerage versus a large brokerage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And really put a true game plan together because what real estate school is not going to teach you, they're not going to teach you how to market yourself. They're not going to teach you how to lead generate. They're not going to teach you tax strategies. Mm. They're going to teach you compliance. They're going to teach you how to, you know, how to keep your license. That's all you're going to hear about in school is like compliance, 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 how to not lose your license. Yeah. But they're not going to show you how to get to your first check. And so I realized that there was a there was a gap Mm -hmm. between like, you know, really knowing about the industry and just getting a license. Because if you really do the research, you know, in the first few years of real estate, like 80 over 87 percent of agents fail or get out the business, Mm -hmm. you know, or go into like, oh, I have my license and they're just keeping it active, but they're not producing. Mm -hmm. So the reason for that is because they didn't do their due diligence up front. What's a, give a, give a, give them some tea. Like mm-hmm. what exi- what is one tip you would say mm-hmm. in order to be successful in this? This is what has to happen. You have to take my course. It's uh, ah! firstrealestatecheck.com. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that would be the number one thing that you need to do. Yeah. Um, but I think 
that maybe talking to someone in the industry and getting like real world insight, like I can't stress that enough, like really doing your due diligence beyond just like, oh, I can sell a house. Mm -hmm. Like do research on different companies, you know, look up what what the first 30 days of real estate should look like. Like go on YouTube, you know, leverage YouTube Mm -hmm. University as much as you can um, to help you get some real life insight. Because it's like, don't fall in love with just the bags and the cars and the houses that you see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It takes work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And you got to think about it. Like, there are a lot of people coming from corporate America jumping into an independent contractor role. Yeah. Are you really ready to be a business owner? So think about it in the way that you're not going from, you know, a job to, oh, I'm getting into real estate. You're going into, like, not having a job necessarily. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have your first paycheck lined up when you get into this business. So Mm -hmm. be ready to be a true entrepreneur and hustle. Like, the broker is not necessarily responsible for your success. You're responsible for your success. Mm-hmm. I tell my agents all the time, I'm not your boss. I'm your broker. Like, What's the difference? I'm not going to tell you what to do every single day. I'm not taking attendance if you're at the team meetings or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have off days or on days with me. I'm not your boss. I don't dictate your schedule. But I'm here for compliance. I'm here for support. I'm here to train you. So you have to have a hustle about yourself and put yourself on the schedule. Mm. And say, I'm going to get up from and I'm going to work my business from nine to nine or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, so it's just different kind of mindset. Be ready to manage yourself. Wow. Mm -hmm. So does your family uh, support your career? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they always ask. (laughs) 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 They support it like, girl, girl, you're the radio today. Okay, cool, girl. Go ahead. Yeah. Give me a chance. Go ahead. Yeah, my, mama, my mama love it. She's like, oh, we had closing day today? Yeah. Like, she not, I know that, that's me <laughs> with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, we got paid Yeah, we got paid today. Yeah. Horrible. Why not? By the way, uh, you got something else delivered to the house today, too. Oh? Uh-huh. Just let you know. Yo, yeah. every... Week. Whoa, whoa, baby, right, baby. Why you put that business in the right. streets, you right. know? We're going to keep it moving. It's something for the family. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think. You got that Amazon thumb, like. <laughs> yeah. Man. Went crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. All right, so uh, let's see. How much does your childhood experience play in the woman you are today? Um, I would say it plays a big role because it keeps me humble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I understand that you can be up today and down tomorrow. I also understand how to navigate when you're down. Mm. You know what I mean? So my happiness isn't tied to my income. Mm. It's tied to my family. It's tied to doing good for others. It's tied to philanthropy. It's tied to so many other things. Yeah. And that's because when you don't have money, you have time to appreciate other things. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for the way that I was raised and what I've gone through because now I know, like, I'm giving back. You know what I'm saying? I have a heart to give. I I don't want people to go through that, you know, if I can help it. And so it shaped me to really just think about it that way. That's dope. Mm -hmm. So tell us about Williams & Co. International Yes, woo, woo. If I have any agents out there (laughs) listening, I love y'all. Williams & Co. International Realty is my baby. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It is something that I started. We're in our third year now. That's awesome. Um, I have almost 40 agents. Wow. You know, I really want to get to 40 by the end of yes, the year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's my goal. That's that's the, my goal. Uh, but it's a really boutique-style brokerage. Yeah. We specialize in residential, commercial, and investments. Um, and we're rocking. Like, my office is in Bucket, right wow. across the street from Lenox Mall. So we're legit. Not Roswell Road, Bucket. Hey, we Peachtree Road, Bucket. Okay? It don't look like a boutique. <laughs> 
I went on your page. Uh-huh. It's nice looking office. <laughs> boutique. <laughs> nice looking office. I love it. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That's so, so dope. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you answered this, but mm-hmm. what is the process of becoming a broker? So the process of becoming a broker. So in Georgia, you have to be licensed three years as an agent mm-hmm. to become a broker. So you have to go back to school. So you go to school to get your pre-licensing um, done. But then to become a broker, there's another set of hours okay. that you have to go through. Um, and then they also have some other little requirements that you need to meet in order to obtain your broker license. Yeah. Um, so it's not super tedious, but it is something, like I said, you just need to be ready for it. You got to want to do it for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people in the industry beyond that three years, but it's like, like you have to think, are you really ready to manage people? Yes. Do you know your or contracts? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Do, do you, you have experience? To? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of different things that you want to make sure that you check off the box before yeah. jumping into that. Because a lot of people want the title, but not the responsibility. Absolutely. So just check yourself on that before you yeah. do that. Yeah, I could imagine. So mm-hmm. what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to leave to the world? Um, hmm. I know I want to leave my name. Mm-hmm. I want to leave my name like to the world. I feel like your last name. I want to be on streets. You know what I'm saying? I want to be mm-hmm. on some of these statues and, and monuments and all that stuff um, based on the work that I've done and mm-hmm. the impact that I've made. I want my legacy to beyond be, be beyond just household. Yes. I think a lot of times people think legacy and they're just thinking about their generation or their, you know, their children and their children's children. No, I want to impact y'all children. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I want to impact, I want to impact the world. That's, that's my goal as far as legacy. And through that, I just want to do it through, you know, philanthropy, uh, philanthropic efforts. I want to help people, I don't know. I want to do giveaways. I just yeah. it's just so many different things that I want to leave. Tell us a little bit about your giving. Like mm-hmm. what do do you have a heart specifically for giving to children? Like what is Yeah, it? so like we have a give back program that's actually built into my brokerage. Mm-hmm. So at every closing, my agents have the opportunity to give back to organizations. Mm. So literally all they do is write in how much they want to give. And we disperse that those funds to organizations oh, at closing. Nice. So that's already like built in. That's already something that we're doing. And, you know, Ronald McDonald House is on there. Yes. Um, you know, have to have to give back to the home team. Yeah. My, you know, helping me while Destin was down. Um, so yeah, we're already already set up to do wow. that. Mm-hmm. That is pretty awesome. Thank and you. And that is what it's about. I think it that is. people don't realize how important it is to uh, give back. Yeah. Um, to to put into the world. Yeah. You can't just take from the you world. You can't just take from the world. Yeah. And and the the reason I feel like I don't have to think small about it anymore is because of things like this. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here on a radio station that yeah. you've been doing for years. Like I just leverage your network. You yes. know what I mean? You have people yes. all over that mm-hmm. come in and chime in and listen. And maybe something that I said today blessed them. Yeah. And it's gonna change them. Because to me it's not always about how much money you can give. Sometimes it just takes a word. It might take, you know, just a quick quote that might yeah. just be like, oh, you that, know what? That yeah. just changed my life forever. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's the way that I want to impact the world positively. That's awesome. I love that. Where, um, mm-hmm. where can people uh, pick up your book from? Oh, absolutely. So my book is on my website at denisethebroker.com. So you can follow me on Denise the Broker everywhere, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and then my website, denisethebroker.com. You can purchase your book. Right, so I also just, have an ebook as that well. question too. Yeah. <laughs> How could people get in contact with you? Listen, yeah. listen, call me, email me. All my information uh-huh. is there. Just look, Denise the Broker. 
All right, so listen. Tell us something, your most embarrassing <laughs> moments in your career. Oh, ooh, I did not know y'all were going to ask me that. But <laughs> I have a funny story. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> my most embarrassing moment, I was showing a mansion. Really nice luxury property, right? Huge house. I had my Louis on. <laughs> and y'all know they ain't nothing that nothing they about not the things are comfortable. They cute. No, they are cute and they are not comfortable. Yeah. So I'm a little pigeon toed too. So when I walk <laughs> in heels, listen, I know it's bad too. So when I walk in heels, I'm a little wobbly. <laughs> but I'm like, I gotta be cute, you know? Yeah. Man, so it was y'all seen that video uh Charlotte takes a tumble? Charlotte or whatever. Wait, I don't need to see the video. Where she fell and she's like, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I what you're about. That's the one. So I'm like, I'm walking down the stairs. We going into the basement. My heel gets stuck in, in the, the carpet. Ooh. I tumble. <laughs> tumble down the stairs. I literally still have a scar. My leg was scraped up. My elbow was scraped up. I was just so thankful my face wasn't scraped up. <laughs> Look, and the client, he ain't no good. He turned around. He slapped, but he tried to, like, help me. It was too late. I was done. And then, like, I'm like, oh, God. this is a big deal. I got videography there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I'm man. trying to be QQ. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and my cameraman, is he is horrible. He was like, man, I wish I could have got that. But he was already in the basement, so oh, he didn't get to goodness. catch the ball. But uh, his assistant was there. And she helped me in, and oh we laugh. I mean, we still laugh about Wait, that to this day. Did you close the deal? Oh, he bought that house. Hey. <laughs> oh, no, this your oh, house. You, this is your house. This your house. This is your house. I done risked my one. life. I risked my life. You you buying the house. This is the oh, one. That is this so is the one. Funny. I have marked it with blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, my so God. That, was, that has to be the most embarrassing. I'm going to go watch that video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, Denise, you've been awesome. Oh, thank, thank you so much thank for you. being just thank so... Thank you for having we, me. We really enjoyed this. This was fun. You are too funny, girl. <laughs> and thank you for your honesty. Yes, That's yes. awesome. All right, well, we will definitely love to have you back on. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, and uh, keep the relationship going. You've been awesome. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> I have to bring my boo back with me since the couple yes. things. Yeah. Yes. No, he's at Yale right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, he attends Yale nice. University, so he's in Connecticut. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. And we just had our two, well, two-year official, but we've been together three years. You know, we count all our time. You know, as women, we back dating. Uh-uh, we back, I saw you, uh, I saw I saw you, you in a coffee shop. Remember on. the first time I saw you was in 2015, but we've been together forever. He go to Yale? <laughs> He's at Yale, yeah. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it? Nerd, nerd alert. Yes, but he fine, though. He a fine nerd, though. Yeah. I yes, love that. Yes, well, yes, so bring so him back, and we'll have another show. Yes. yes. That's dope. Okay. All right, boo. Okay, um, that's good because remember the panel stuff. With oh yeah, we are oh, doing yeah. relationship panels yeah. and things. Yeah. We have a lot of live events. Corona needs to stop playing, right. but when they stop, we will have a lot of live events. Yeah, we'll that'll be you guys great. Yeah. And we're mm-hmm. night and day, so you will get like two different worlds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. two different personalities. Yeah. Cool. Like so, um, uh, today's quote of the day: uh, When you love and accept yourself, when you know who really cares about you, and when you learn from your mistakes, then you stop caring about what people who don't know you think. Say that again. 
When you love and accept yourself, when you know who really cares about you, and when you learn from your mistakes, then you stop caring about what people that don't know you think. That's from Beyonce Knows. Yes, mm. yes, yes. That love is our it, quote of the it. day. And yeah, this has been an awesome show. Thank you again, Denise, for Thank coming on. For Make sure you guys, guys are following her, Denise the Broker, yes, on yes. everything. So that I can see y'all that book. Yes, yes. So I hope you went and liked her on Instagram. And yes, please follow us on Afternoon Tea Radio Atlanta on IG and Afternoon Tea Radio on Facebook. And visit www.afternoontearadio.com to listen to our previous shows. This one will be up at the end of the week. And our personal site, Smith. Make sure you check me out on IamMariaJordan.com and KarisJordan.com. Yeah, so every Thursday, 12 p.m. Have a wonderful weekend. Yeah. Bye, guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your boy, Karis Jordan. And your favorite host, Maria Jordan. And make sure you tune in every Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. 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 Yeah